unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, boys and girls, kick-ass nation. Hello. Just waiting to see if my uh, my thing says, okay, look, I'm live. All right. That's all that matters. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? I want to make sure my monitor is up. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, election night, November 3rd, 2020. Look at there's already four people watching me. Huh? It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Anyways, uh, let me know you can hear me because I have a weird thing of feedback in my monitors right now. But anyways, thank you very much for being in the Raw and Unscripted Show, your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And yes, today we are uh, here. It is literally November 3rd, 2020. The elections are going on right now. And uh, there's a lot of situations going on in the world right now where people are feeling uncertain and they're feeling stressed out. So the point of what I wanted to do with this show tonight was talk about stress management techniques and strategies to get you through these particular times that are uncomfortable and they are frustrating for you to be able to mitigate that and get through these times. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Check, check, check. What's up, Teresa? Hey, what's up, Larry Schneider? Very good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. And I will, I will firstly admit this. I am, um, I'm pretty tired. If you can't hear it in my voice, I've been talking all day. Uh, talking to a lot of people and really just trying to be the light, um, be the love, as my friend Scott would say, um, to what's going on in the world right now. We're all going through a lot. The energy is palpable and um, it's really just an opportunity for us to step back. You know, when I think about stress and I thought about the title of the show, Stress Management Techniques or Strategies, whatever I called it, you know, stress is a part of life. And I think that what happens with us is that we try to find ways to remove stress so that we're comfortable, right? Um, comfortable is good. Comfortable is safe, but is comfortable what is going to get you to the next step, right? And I'm really trying to think about the words that I use tonight because there are a lot of emotions going on. And I really want to make sure that I resonate with you guys that you hear the message that I'm saying. Stress is really self-induced, right? We create our own stress. If you heard of the term fight or flight, we know that in situations where prehistoric days, if it was a situation you had to like run from, you had to run from it. You had to flight, right? You had to get away from that situation or you had to fight. You had to fight for your food. You had to fight for your freedom. And a lot of that is what is precipitated on with stress. So when you think about stress, it's like fight or fight. I got to fight or I got to run. But really it's not about that. It's about the response to the situation that you're in, not the reaction of what you want to do emotionally, but the response of what you can do in that situation. Because stress can sit there and say, oh my God, I have to go do these things. I'm not in control. I'm scared. And I have to go do that. No, stress is really a choice. It's really a choice of what situations you put yourself in. It's really a choice of what you allow and what you tolerate to happen in your life. So really stress is our own responsibility to make sure <laughs> what's up, Stacy. Good to see you. Um, stress is really our responsibility to manage. 
our, our responsibility to make sure that what we allow in our life is what we're saying that we are worthy of. So if you have a bunch of stress and a bunch of uncertainty in your life, then of course that's going to amount to, you know, the feelings of pain and anguish and everything else that's going on with what you're doing. So the point of this show tonight is really just to kind of think about, okay, what is stress? It's self-induced and how can we mitigate that? Well, number one, and thank you guys all for being here. I know most of you guys are watching the election right now, but number one, you have to determine, are you taking care of yourself? That's the first and foremost aspect of, of, of stress. Because when I talk to people who are stressed out, I'm like, are you drinking enough water? No. Are you getting enough sleep? No. Are you getting enough exercise? No. Are you eating right? No. Okay. So you're stressed out, but the four components really that make you a strong person and a strong individual, you're not doing. Is that, is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. Um, so how do you expect to be able to manage stress when you are operating from an empty bucket? Mm, didn't know. Don't know. How do I do that? Yeah. Well, you don't because you know, it's the opportunity to be able to take care of your own bucket and fill your own bucket and be a part of the solution that you see yourself that you need to be. And part of the healthy aspect of what it is that you need to do to mitigate your stress. You know, if you feel like you're a victim, then of course you're going to take on more stress. You're going to take on more anguish because you feel like you deserve it. But otherwise, if you think that you're going to be able to mitigate and beat stress, then you have to have the perspective that you're going to. And I know that a lot of you guys are struggling with that. And I am too. We all are. We're struggling with the stress. But first and foremost, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of the foundation of what it is that your life is based on, then how can you expect to handle that? And how can you expect to be better for everybody else? Right? How can you expect to be better for everybody else if you're overwhelmed and you're not taking care of the most prized aspect of what it is that you bring to this world? That's why when we're in airplanes, they tell us to put the airplane mask over ourselves before we put it over our loved ones, right? And I hate using that analogy, but it's really so true. How do we take care of ourselves? You know, and that's, that's the thing that brings on stress. And we bring on stress because of uncertainty. We bring on stress because we're not in control. And that's one of the aspects that I really love to talk about is the fact that, yes, we're not in control. Are we ever in control? People used to talk about COVID and they would say, you know, I want things to go back to the way they were when they were normal. Well, normal is complacency. Normal is laziness. Normal is mediocrity. And I trust me, if you get to the end of your life and you want mediocrity, you want laziness and you want normal as a part of your legacy, then I'm, I guarantee you're going to be sad. You're going to be frustrated and you're going to be regretful. My whole thing in this life is the fact that I bring you guys content every single week, no matter where it is that I do it, designed to inspire you to go above, above and beyond what it is that you think you can do, to go above the self-created limits that we create, right? You know, stress is, again, self-induced when you think about it, right? It's like, oh my God, I got to take on all these different aspects of life, but you don't have to you get to. So when you choose to go to a job every single day that you're miserable in, that is your choice. So you are making yourself miserable and you are adding to your stress. Yes or no? Yes. So, oh my God, Chris, but that's the only job I have. Well, have you tried other jobs? Have you tried other occupations? Have you tried different things? No. Okay. So you're choosing to be miserable and you're choosing to be stressed out in a situation that you could actually change from. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. You got to think about life in, in terms of choices that we make. And yes, the choices aren't always going to be easy, but I can guarantee you the choices are going to be worth it. What's up, Robert? Good to see you. Hey, just want to acknowledge you guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, I have to admit, I'm in a very weird mood. I'm very tired, um, very burned out. What's up, Serena? Coach, you calling me coach? What's up, beautiful? You are a rock star. 
Uh, Donna's giving us some sort of link. I'm afraid of what that link might be. Uh, <laughs> and Stacy says, clean your side of the street first. Yes. Right. So beautifully said, right? Um, yeah. How can you expect to have success when you're operating from a situation of stress and stress is just basically your, 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 your situation saying, I am not in control of what it is that's going on in my life, right? Stress. I am not in control of what is going on in my life. You have to own that. You know, we oftentimes try to put blame on where stress comes from. Oh, I blame my stress on my parents. I blame my stress on my childhood. I blame my stress on the news. I blame my stress on this. I blame my stress on the traffic. I blame my stress on my kids, blah, 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 blah. And when you drop to the bottom of what your stress is, did you choose to have that stress in your life? Yes or no? Yeah. But you also chose to have the enjoyment that comes with the stress, right? Think about it. We have kids. Kids are the, what, what do they say? They are the most thankful, best job that you'll ever have. And I am learning that, trust me. And, you know, when I think about the stress of becoming a parent, but the joy and the reward that I get from being a parent, the stress is like this. The reward is like this. So how do you measure your stress? How do you measure your stress? Does your, does your stress, and I use this as a term of leverage, right? Because I have determined that pain is the greatest point of leverage that we could possibly have. Pain, pain of staying the same, pain of complacency, pain of laziness, pain of listening to our own lies as to why we can't do something. When that pain becomes so great, oops, so great that we have to actually have leverage that we make moves and we change and we grow and we get uncomfortable and we get awkward and we get silly, we get weird. Oh my God, is what I'm doing right? Huh? Huh? This, this feels weird, this feels weird. But why are we here on earth? Why are we here having this existence? We're here having this existence so we can grow, so we can stretch and become more than we, what we came here with. So stress actually is a really good thing if you use it the right way. A lot of people use stress as a way to go, oh my God, these are the reasons why I'm not successful and I'm not happy. So it's your choice. It's your choice what you do. It's your choice. Hang on one second. I just want to get, grab some of these comments and I've got a, a special guest. I opened this up to anybody who wanted to come on here and share tonight what was going on. And uh, I do have somebody backstage. So if you guys want the link and you want to come on here and share some stuff that's going on, I would love to send you the link. This is an opportunity for us to have a conversation outside of the, of the realms of everything else that's going on and just share what's going on in our hearts and how we can help people manage stress and how we can help me, help people through these times of uncertainty. And that's what I'm most passionate about. That's what I'm most passionate about. I can go downstairs and watch the electoral map and be stressed out and freaked out. But I chose to come up here and do my show live and do my show raw and unscripted because that's what I bring to you guys every single week is my heart and my empathy and my love and my sincere desire to do whatever it takes to keep going. So many times people sit there and say, Chris, why are you unstoppable? I'm like, the fucking recipe isn't magical. I just keep going. I just keep persevering. I just keep learning. I just keep choosing to say everything is happening for me and not to me. Um, what's up? What's up? What's up? Roxanne own your choices. Yes. It's so amazing, right? Something so simple. Own your choices. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you for being here tonight. Um, so what else we got going on? Um, what's Robert? Robert says pain is powerful, effective teacher. One of the very best indeed. Yes. I mean, when I think about the things that I've done in my life, it wasn't because I was fired up about the, the, the result. It was because I was so sick and tired of where I was at. And oftentimes we think of pain as something bad. 
And you guys have seen me do my walk and talk videos. Like seriously, I, my major back surgery last January, the back of my ripped open, I have six screws and two rods or nine screws and two rods or something like that. They still want to do it to me, but still go unstoppable, figure it out. Okay. Keep going. But when I sit there and think about the pain and everybody's like, Chris, take it easy. You're trying too hard. You're doing this. Chris, take it easy. Relax, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, maybe pain is a signal. You know, we, we term the pain. The pain is a signal that we keep going, that we go towards the things that stress us out, that we go towards the things that are make, make us uncomfortable, that we go towards that and become stronger. Maybe the pain is caused by the weaker ligaments around that pain spot. So when you think about the weaker ligaments in your brain and you make yourself stronger, if you hydrate and you sleep and you eat and you exercise, those four things, can you do them? Yes or no? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Nod with me. Yes, you can. You can do those. So if you take care of those four aspects of your life every single day, do you think possibly your brain might make better decisions? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So follow along. It's all pretty simple. It's all pretty simple. Take care of yourself. Surround yourself with the right people. Use stress as leverage to get out of the situation you're in and you will have a kick-ass life. There, my show's over. I'm your coach. Good night. <laughs> no, but seriously, anyways, um, honestly, I'm just in a mood to talk. So I'm just going to bring on somebody you might know. Somebody you might know. You might know them from a Friday night show. You might know. But anyways, we want your questions. We want your engagement. Please share this out if this is resonating with you. Um, we're all in a lot of pain. We're all under a lot of stress. And really, honestly, my intention tonight was just to bring people together. Whatever I say, whatever I do, I just want to bring people together and let you guys know that we love you and we're there for you. And especially to my dear friend, Mr. Marky Mark Roush. <laughs> I got the volume up on the wrong thing. Uh, what's up? What I was actually, I was, I, I was waiting, I was waiting for you to do that. Cause I've been, I've been jamming out to music and you know, we talk about how music is so powerful to like shift the, the mentality and just like what we're in. Mm -hmm. Me and you are the same on this. I've got all my sixties and seventies rock. I was doing ELO. I was doing America. I'm just, I was, I don't know if you can see my head. I was kind of like doing yeah. this. I'm just like, listen, we're sitting in the middle of this. I'm going to listen to some good music. I got a really good bottle of wine and made some good food tonight. And, uh, See, what we, I'm just, doing. We, we, we just do this. Play it in the background, dude. I'm, I'm complete. Can we do that? Probably not. Like, I think I can play 30 seconds. So, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Feels good. Feels good. It's making me feel like a kid, dude, walking down a country road or something. Honestly, it reminds me of. Um, it reminds me of being in the station wagon that I ultimately had to live in and cruising down the 605 freeway here in Southern California. My mom driving like 90 miles an hour telling me, watch out for the cops. And I remember from the AM radio, that one little speaker, this song would play. And I'm like, yeah, you just need to hear it. Just need to know what's going on. Instantaneously, my hair is flying. I can feel it. We're driving. I'm looking over at my mom. She's like, you know, the strongest person that I know at the time. And I'm just like, this is life. It's good life. All right. So uh, what's going on, Brother Scott? How are you doing this election night? We're talking That's about stress crazy. tonight, man. We're talking about stress. We so, haven't had our huh? It's interesting because last night, you know, you and I, um, we were dealing with a lot of stress because we're in, a, in support of many other people. You know, we're holding space for a lot of other people as coaches. We're holding space for a lot of other people in service. And I can definitely say my frame of mind and my mindset was 
about as bad as it could get for me last night. About as bad as it could get. You know, I was I was doing my best to not say things I was thinking. I was doing my best not to react except on the text we shared. And today I went through every one of the tools and exercises and all the things that I tell everyone else to do. And I have to say that I get some pretty damn good tools because <laughs> I feel a lot better. And 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 a lot of it is is literally just deep breaths. It's meditation. You know, I went and got went for a walk. I went to the gym, went for a run. Um, I lifted some weights, shot a few baskets, got in the water. I'm Pisces. I felt the water. I just did. I, I mean, I hate to say this, but the more that's going on, the more that we have to do to respond to it. And so I was doing quite a bit. One of the things that we were sharing last night, and I'll share with everybody too, we were talking about one of the things that holds us down is not forgiving people who have done something in the past. So all our trauma pops up and Chris and I were sharing with our group. <laughs> Chris and I were sharing with our group. One of the important things for us to do is there's a simple acronym that we can do and it's called ACT. And it's aware. first be aware of the pain and the things that somebody might have done to us. And then it's committing to uh, feeling those emotions and working through those and then telling somebody you trust and making sure that you've spoken those words in the truth and then just releasing that, speaking into the universe that I forgive this person and moving away from that energy. And so, hey, Serena, what's up? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I got my, I got my good from, one. From Canada. She's up in Canada where it's like all... Is she actually in Canada or is she somebody else right now? Courtesy, courtesy of my wife. Thank you very much. Very kind. <laughs> yes. yes. Cheers is to she, all you guys. Is Serena really in Canada or is she somewhere else right now? Um, She was about to be headed to Haiti. Oh, so, oh no. She was supposed to be in Miami. She was staying in Miami Are for another year. Miami, Serena, what's up? She's partying with us. Was it Robert says, I remember driving LA in LA on the highway bumper to bumper. Huh? I remember driving in LA on the highway, bumper to bumper, 100 miles per hour. Damn, bumper to bumper. It's like a video game. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, what does stress mean to you, man? What is? I mean, what what do you define as stress? Because I think everybody has a different terminology for it. And as you yeah. know, you know, we've been digging into the definition of words and everything. What does stress mean to you? And is it good or bad? It's necessary. How's that? How's that? It's necessary. Yep. Um, to to say good or bad is um, those are the polarities or the um the contrast that we need in existence to have existence so good or bad is just terminology just to define those polarities so i would say that stress is necessary and here's the thing when we have minimal stress in our life there's no growth and with comfort and no growth there's peace i mean there's no question there's peace because we're sitting and we're complacent like like i'm going to share something with you real quick and I'm going to, I'm going to continue to define this. I'm not jumping, jumping away from it, but I think it's important. Sure. I think you might have shared this too. And I'm not take, I'm not stepping on anybody who's sharing this because I, I get what they're sharing it for. You either share or you commented on it. So everyone's sharing right now. They're saying, you know what I'm going to do the day after election day. If my candidate loses, go to work, be happy, live my life, love others. If he wins, same. And everyone's getting off on that right now. And so this really defines to me stress right here. If you're living in a place of comfort and you can move to another place of comfort, regardless of who wins, then 
I mean, you're not a superhero. It's easy for me. I'm a white male in America. I can send that out to everybody right now and put a check mark next to it and say, oh, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. And here's the deal. Whatever happens tonight doesn't affect me at all. I'm it good. Really Either way. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't. All my friends and everybody are fucked, but yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when I have people that I love and that I'm close to who it severely impacts, that's what I'm concerned about. Because my sense of self doesn't sit right here at Scott Goya's desk. It's much bigger than that. Or Marky Roush's desk, either one. Um, well, dude, I mean, dude, what we saw last night, and we can't share that, but what we no. saw in our private coaching program, yeah. of what people were feeling mm-hmm. was off the fucking charts. I mean, I, I literally would love to be yeah. able to share what was shared from some of the people in what they're dealing with. I mean, that is, that's huge stress. I mean, that's the reality, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about how we respond to it. And like you said, yeah, being able to use it as something that, that moves us towards the greater good and not realizing it's always going to be yeah. easy. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you personally see that? Do you see stress and, and challenge as something like, Oh my God, that sucks. Or like, okay, I have to overcome this because it's going to help me become the better person that I need to be for who I need to be in, in my soul for this journey and all also who I need to be for my family and for the people who look to me for support and guidance. I mean, how do you view that? Oh, I love it. Nate. I love it. Nate at the same time. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm a game player. I, when I play basketball, I want the last shot, but I'm also super aware that the weight room and the speed workouts and going to practice and staying late, give me that. So that's intentional stress. So as I'm sitting here and I'm feeling the stress and I'm making choices, do I support a candidate who is good for the masses of humanity or the one that makes me happy and can support my individual needs? I'm always going to extend deeper. So, so to that point, I'm going to, you and I both came here for the same reason. And I think ultimately once we all realize we came here, and when I say we came here, we came to this planet, to this existence, Mm-hmm. you so, and I are aware of the fact that we're in service to humanity. Many of us sense it and we start to go to it. And there's powers that suck us back into saying me, me, me. And I see it. I see it. You know, I watch people say things like they say, like, you know, F your feelings, blank candidate 2020. And so they're saying F your feelings and we know who's doing that. And I'm just trying to keep this non-political, but saying the reality, one of the people who was in our group last night was really upset about that this morning, really struggling with that. So I said, I'm going to take every social media platform I have, and I'm going to share, um, what was it? It was um, express your feelings, love 2020, just to help them shift their dynamic. And they wrote back, that feels really good. And so here's the thing, regardless of who wins tomorrow, or, you know, it takes a few days to figure this out. Regardless, for me to ever say to somebody, F your feelings is such an asshole thing to say. I don't think I, I've ever I, said I, that. I don't think I've ever said that as mad as I've ever been to anybody in my I, life. I've never I could that. never believe that. I never. like like right now, if you're hurting, this is what my heart starts doing as a human being. I, I like I remember getting in fights when I was a kid. Like as a kid, if I hit somebody. This is what I did immediately. I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? In my heart, I literally like, that feel. Oh, sorry. I seriously was in my heart. Like I was like, like I'd go home and you know, somebody's like, yeah, he deserves it. I'm like, you know, I don't want to say it, but I'm like, you know, I remember my mom made me go apologize to a kid. And I was like crying in my head because we got in a fight. And I'm like, 
And then in my brain, I'm like, I gotta be tough, but I'm like, this really hurts. Like, was he okay? And is this, is this nice? Like, is this what we're supposed to do? And I truly don't get the idea that somebody wants people to be hurt. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And so here's mm -hmm. what I would suggest. I think what's happened and your, your word is stress. And we're talking about stress as an advancement from, you know, growth, a growth, it's a growth lubricant to growth. It's a oh, lubricant yeah. to get us to grow. For me right now, that's what I was trying to think of. Like springboard. It's a springboard. Like, it's yeah, a springboard. Stress causes you to go, uh, 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 this ain't working. What Anywhere. do I got to do? Because right now when we're sitting in a place of comfort, there's an addiction to that. And so when I'm sitting here and I look around, I say, I have everything that I imagined I needed. Now, don't forget, my imagination is limited. It's very limited here in this space until I start to learn and grow. So when I'm sitting here and don't forget, if I'm not in a city or I'm a small town, I can sit here and just listen to the rhetoric from others saying bad, this person, good, this person. I can just fall in love with my comfort. But here's the deal. The universe doesn't work like that. The universe is always in motion. The universe is always growing. The universe is always saying what's next. And so you can hold on as long as you want. The world is not going to work like that. So all we're doing is we're fighting at some point. You know, when we've given this analogy, Chris, I got to let go of that tree and jump into the river and flow toward the ocean or whatever truth is together. Mm -hmm. And when we do that together, we're going to find the most beautiful existence we could ever find. And so here's my thought. When I hear somebody say F a certain group or F your feelings, I hope that whatever is hurting you, I really hope that goes away. And if Chris or I can do something to help get rid of that feeling, join one of our coaching programs or whatever, please come in. Because we're not going to crucify you about your beliefs. What we want to do is figure out why would you say that about another human being? Because the last thing I can think is that I want you to hurt anybody. Today, let's say tomorrow that, that Biden wins. Let's use the name. And let's say everybody who's saying F this, you know, F, you know, F you and F, F your feelings. The last thing I want to do is turn around. Like if I see somebody turn around and go, you know what? F your feelings. I'm going to very quickly, the way I'm on Facebook defending this group, go enough. Mm -hmm. Enough. And I get the fact that you're pissed off and you want to do that. But the quicker we can get to a space. Want to get Robert in? Yeah, the quicker. Why not? We, I, I, I sent out the invitation. Um, totally great. The quicker we can get to a space to make sure that we're not doing that, the quicker this country has an opportunity to heal. And we're all about opportunity and the problem. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question that I have to bump off to send Robert a, a link. But if you any guys want to jump on here and just share what's going on in your life, what's going on in your heart, this is like a free forum show. I mean, really, I came out here to talk about stress and stress management techniques, but I also just wanted to provide a forum where people could share what's going on in their life. So uh, hang so. So Scott, um, when I think about stress, my immediate thought is overwhelm. So talk to us about overwhelm and how we can be responsible for not creating it in our own life. Cool. And uh, I'm going to jump out here real quick. And, uh, you getting Robert in? Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna, I got to go get the link. So hopefully that'll work. So overwhelm. So here's the thing. We've got so many things on our plate right now and we're all mentally and physically exhausted. 2020 was put into our existence to teach us some very serious lessons. It's forcing us to be in the moment. 
It's forcing us to remove ourselves from autopilot. We've been on autopilot for so long. We've been going, going, going. You know, you open the door, you take your kids out, you bring them into pre-K, whatever. Like you're, you're doing your things. The minute you get off autopilot and you have to feel, overwhelm comes very quickly. So what's happening right now is because we've got COVID, we're at home, we're changing our routine, we're changing our schedule. We have no longer had the opportunity to be in autopilot. It's literally scaring the shit out of us. It's also forcing us to be in the moment and feel. So whatever feelings we have in the emotions, whether it's fear, anger, sadness, shame, anything that's coming up, it's really taking ownership and it's hurting. So here's what I would suggest to you guys, or if you're in that state of overwhelm, realize this is a process. Do not back up, dive straight into it. Feel those feelings. If you feel fear, go in head first. I promise you, you're gonna be okay. I promise you. If you feel anger, scream, yell, work it out. If you feel sad, cry, dive into it. Because what's at the other side is the existence that is tomorrow's existence. It's the existence we all want, I promise you. So mm -hmm. that's what I got, Chris. So true, we, so true. We got Robbie from there. I just sent him the link. I'm like, anytime you guys want to jump in here and, and offer your comments and feedback, why not? Let's have fun. Um, you know, when I think about overwhelm, I think a lot of it is like what I said about stress, it's like self-induced. Like, oh my God, I've got this and I've got this and I've got this and I've got this. And I've so many people coming to me as coaching clients, like, oh my God, I have this. I'm like, what are you choosing as your priority? Uh, well, they're all priorities. I'm like, no, back in the origination of the word priority, it was not priorities. It was priority designed to figure out what's the most important thing you're supposed to be working on. So if you're working on 17 things that are not a priority, then guess what? What do you think your results are going to be? Oh, okay. So you're overwhelmed. So we need to pick apart the things that are the priority versus everything else. And the busy work that's keeping you blah, blah, blah. So for me, I think about getting people structured on what it is that their priority is, whether it's a legacy, whether it's a goal, whether it's whatever it is, their short-term thing that they're working on is to get them focused on that priority. And usually it involves them taking care of themselves. Cause they're like, I don't understand why I'm not getting maximum results when I'm doing this, this and that. And I'm doing all these SEO programs. I'm like, like I said before, at the top of the program, Scott, like, are you drinking? Are you exercising? Are you sleeping? Are you eating good? Well, I don't have time for all that shit. I got to do this. I'm like, so what do you think is coming out of that computer that you have up here that you're feeding shit to? Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, huh. really? I mean, I mean, forgive me if, if I'm wrong, Scott, but doesn't it all originate in what it is that we really truly want to desire in this world? Thousand percent. I mean, here, here's the simple thing. You are an energetic spirit being in a body and you have this body and you can fuel it any way you want. There's, there's no gas station here. Gas stations is every opportunity for us to bring something in and receive. So the food, the, the, the friends that we have acquaintance with, what we watch on TV, that's all the input. We literally can feed anything into this being that we have. And, and I get it. Like, you know, that's why I'm drinking good wine because I want to make sure I'm putting the best stuff into my body. Um, but jokes aside, I'm on a cleanse right now. This is my one big break. I got a nice bottle of wine. Like I'm only eating like organic vegetables. I'm drinking juices. I'm eating the leanest meats. I'm doing all the right things for my body. And then I was at the gym doing all the right things today. You know, I've got like my, my CBD that I'm taking, like all these different things that I'm taking, same stuff, right? So I'm doing all the things that's a little bit different. That's the other component, right? You're doing all that shit. I'm like, fuck it. 
There you go. But at the same time, too, like we know when to cleanse and take care of ourselves. And we understand that you can't continually abuse yourself and expect different output. Of course. So, you know, again, if, if we want to sit here in these times of stress and we want to say that the stress is overwhelming us, the input, which is stress, the, the input is how we the input comes, how we receive it and process it is the stress. So if I'm taking in everything else clean, I'm taking in clean food, I'm taking in exercise and sleeping and my relationships are good. When something comes that's rough around the edges and hurts, the stress level, my response is going to be much better, period. So this isn't rocket science. I mean, it really isn't. We make everything rocket science. So have you prepared? Like we all knew November 3rd was coming. We all knew November 3rd was going to be a time that could be stressful for some people. Oh, yeah. What did you do to prepare? And I know that from listening last night, I think some people prepared and were still stressed. I would say one of those people did not prepare at all. And it was probably, you know, again, I'm not putting fingers. My point is people are receiving the way they're receiving. There's ways that you can receive more effectively. Are you waiting for Robert? Is he popping in? Yeah, I was just, uh, who did I send the streamer? Oh, <laughs> I saw. So I don't have my reading glasses on. So I put the streamer link in our other chat with uh, Scott, with uh, Ben. Oh, I got you. So you sent it to oh Ben. My, and and I, I was I like, know. I really want to come in, but I never received yeah. anything. No, yeah. I sent it to him. No, it's, um, um, shit, dude, you were just saying something that really fucking triggered me. Um, I was saying uh, about the inputs, right? Was it inputs, all the things that you input and then the stress with that input, the stress is going to be reduced if you have more effective input. So if I'm bringing in all good things and clean things, then my stress management level is going to be far more efficient, period. Mm -hmm. No, that that you you spawned a question in my brain because I was sitting there thinking about, you know, stress and overwhelm. And it led me to something that that Sally, our mutual friend, my coach had said uh, one time. She goes, Chris, what are you tolerating? tolerating. And I, thought that was, I thought that was such an interesting question. I'm like tolerating. I never thought about what I'm tolerating. You know, when you think about that, guys, what are we tolerating in our life? You know, it's something that's just, it's not like a major pain point and it's not a joy point, but it's something we're just tolerating. And you and I, Scott, have been tolerating something for a long time and we we're not tolerating that anymore. So that is interesting to me to think about, okay, let's list out. I think about an exercise. I'm like, okay, list out everything that you're tolerating and look at, you know, the top 80% of what you can do to eliminate that you're tolerating and what would be the outcome in your happiness in your life? What do you think about that? Tolerations. Oh, you know, it's funny you say that because, because I'm friends with her as well. And I, and I love Sally to death and, you know, I've worked with her too. That's a, that's a tough one for me. That's a really tough one because I think that people have to be careful what they tolerate, but also that's one of those words that's very opaque. And I talk about opaque versus transparent words. We could sit here and step in our relationship and say, well, I tolerate that my wife isn't nice to me all the time. All right, well, oh, come on now. Like we can start to take that word. Do you see what I'm saying? And we can li literally like get overzealous with it. I think what I, I like, I like the word. I, I, I always, when she says that to me too, I always want to be careful with it. Cause I feel like we can start saying, I'm not going to accept this. I'm not going to accept this. I think toleration has to be to things that are truly not reasonable and then would have to define reasonable. Mm -hmm. But I would say this, let's say like you call me um, in the middle of the night and just call me an asshole and hang up on me. It's not reasonable. <laughs> I've only done that once. 
But if it's 5 p.m. and I said something stupid, you call me an asshole on the phone, that's reasonable. Right. So, so I think my point, and actually the truth is, if you did that in the middle of the night, I'd be like, that was really funny, stupid. I don't get it, but it was funny. But the point being is what's, what I think, reasonable. And here's what I think is unreasonable. For me to tell somebody in another group, F your feelings, is unreasonable. For me to say, I disagree with you, you make no sense, it's pretty reasonable. No, I don't know if we needed to add the make no sense, but it's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So I can so see if you, track. Yep. If you said if you said that to me, I would tolerate that. I go, okay, I'm going to think about that because you weren't being a complete idiot. But once we go past the line, and that's what we're starting to figure out right now, what's mm -hmm. the line of reason? Because when we look at politics, everyone's saying it's not political anymore. It's the people and it's their behaviors and their integrity level. We've stepped over that line of the toleration isn't about I'm tolerating that I disagree with you. The toleration is, okay, well, that's sexual misconduct. You know, you're making fun of somebody who's disabled. You're like, these are deeper things. These are things that my toleration is zero with that zero. So for me to even consider voting for that candidate, I can't comprehend it because it's already over for me. Mm -hmm. And that's where I get stuck. When I see somebody, I'm like, how did you tolerate that? Because that went over a point of reason. Right. And I think for me, tolerations, that's a great example, Scott. For me, tolerations are something that I think we are ingrained as kids to accept. Like, oh, you have to tolerate that grandma's like this. You have to tolerate that mommy's totally. like this. You have to tolerate that the daddy's like this. You have to tolerate. And so, oh, okay. So it doesn't matter what I think of how this impacts me and what choices I can make in my best interest. Mm -hmm. I have to say that it's okay for this. I have to, oh, grandpa has a bunch of beer with breakfast. That's okay. Okay. So yeah. that's okay. Okay. So is it okay for grandpa to have beer for breakfast? But uh, my, my 16 year old neighbor doesn't. Okay. How do I, how do I figure that out without the emotional intelligence of being a grown up and having gone through life? You know, tolerations have been huge. And, and what Sally brought to that brought to my attention was like, literally, I was like, what am I tolerating? I'm like, Oh my God. Like if I didn't tolerate 50% of this shit, how much fucking happier would I be? I sure. mean, this is crazy how much we do for others. Oh, I want to be the giving person. I want to be the stronger person. I want to be da, 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 da. like, I was just telling somebody today, like, Chris, how do you do it? I'm like, I just want to be there for everybody as much as I possibly can. And it makes me stronger to do that because if I can give back during these times, it makes me feel better. It fills my battery, but I also know that I have to recharge, you know? So it's not that I'm tolerating anything that I'm not expecting out of myself. It's like the fact that we have to, choose what fills our bucket the most. And if something we're tolerating is not filling our bucket, then we have to make that determination, that choice to move on from that bucket. And it's hard and it's difficult, but guess what? It's worth it. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I more than agree. I, you know what? I you know I just realized we need to do another a, an entire show on this and I want to find whatever I want to go out there. I'm going to search the world for a toleration expert if there's such a thing. And I'm serious because what I'm hearing, because here's the thing, we're all going to walk away from this. One of the, yeah, there you go. Hey, what's up, Emily? I have told you. Look at this guy's like, I have oh, yeah, I get the eyes. I get the eyes. I try to, I can, think because I know I can. And then, no, I get the glasses, but I'm still can't see straight. Um, yeah, so, so, line, huh? so we, no, I just, these, I mean, they're like 150s. I think I need 175s now. So, you know, you're old. I am old. I am older old. than you. <laughs> I'm older than you. Yeah, my eyes are old. So, to that toleration point, anytime that we're doing something like this, that we hear terminology where the word is opaque and it's not as apparent and obvious, we're trying to find those lines 
for all of us. Like what's acceptable? I mean, acceptable is a big term. Like, here's the thing. Let's say right now, you know, we go into something in a group dynamic, like Chris and I walk out in the public. What should people tolerate that we do? You know, me and Chris are talking a little loud and Chris says, fuck. Should people tolerate that? Okay, you know, and what is it? Okay, my kid's 13. No, I'm being really serious. I'm being, thir- my kid's 13 and we're 20 feet away. My kid's 16. Um, I'm Christian, so you shouldn't say it. Like, what, whatever the thing is, at what point do we say we should tolerate that? Like, what's, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I mean, I grew up in Boston. Everyone's saying the F word every five seconds. What I'm saying is, what's toleration? What's acceptable? What's okay? Because there's such a fine line right now between everyone's jumping saying we should go third party and, you know, vote libertarian because it's more of a live and let live mentality. But what if we had a live and let live mentality with a Hitler? What if we're just saying live and let live and suddenly this person rises to power? Well, so be it. At what point do we say now we don't tolerate? When's the point? Like, where is that point? Pain. Pain is that point. When the pain becomes too great that we can't. Or who? The collective, the individual? For who? Both, I think. I mean, I think that's what we're seeing right now. The pain in the individual of not willing to or not wanting to accept what's going on. And the collective pain of people getting out and protesting and figuring out what it is they do want and the change that we're about to see. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's, I mean, pain is one of the greatest commodities and the greatest opportunities that I think we all overlook. And that's something I'm really examining because it's like, I agree. we feel pain. It's like, oh, let's run from it. Let's protect it. Let's no. hide from it. It's like, hmm, mm, there's something there, mm-hmm. baby. Just let's, let's lean into that. Let's grind into that. Pain's um, the sensor. Which is something I've been doing with my back pain and my leg pain. It's like, I'm still, I'm, I did a 17 minute mile today and that's for walking for me. That's amazing. Cause after my back surgery, I did a 30 minute mile. I'm like, I'm back to 17. That's pretty good considering everything I'm going, going, going through. But uh, hey, let's just pause here for a second. Let's just pause here for a second. We have somebody backstage, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, one of the fans of the show, one of the greatest contributors to the show. Um, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. What's up, Robert? What's going on, dude? Hey. I am blown away. Good to see you. Uh, today I was blown away. I mean, your live this morning was awesome. Um, Thank you. It was just the beginning. Oh, what oh, was, my walk and talk? Yeah, I was. Uh, I gotta what go was back a man, fantastic day. I'm kind of scared to listen. It was good. It was good. Um, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was just flowing through you. Um, just as your live started, I was finishing up another live. Um, a, a friend of mine, I can't pronounce her last name, but her first name is Vicky. She has um, the Global Achievers Networking Club, and she has many businesses. She's in Australia, and I joined that. And... Uh, He's been a blessing so far. Um, She had a relationship um, coach on and she was asking him questions for herself in her life. And uh, it was just things were resonating with me. And uh, that's when clarity popped in again, because clarity has been popping in the last couple of days. Every time I turn around, there's clarity again. Ooh, clarity, clarity. I'm not used to that, uh, but I'm going to get used to it because... um, it's not being present for a while. Um, beautiful. I can get lost switching tabs on my browser. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay because it's not, nothing's a priority. My rent is paid either way because I put in time at that good solid job. Um, I left a little early, but the rent is paid. So I don't have to get up and go to another one of those things again. And believe me, I don't think I'd be able to. Um, 
I feel it's you. the reluctant entrepreneur. Um, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm getting so what into are your, it. So what are your thoughts on stress? I mean, what stresses you out? Um, well, stress, I, I sort of um, combine stress with ang- feelings of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at work near the end, I was getting anxiety attacks three or four times a month. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's a day off. What um, do those feel like for you? Because I know ooh. I've heard people talk about different anxiety attacks but what was that for you personally because i know well, i've had them but mine are not like other people's so describe yeah, to what you my, mine usually started in my feet i mean i could feel it it would they would get cold it was like uh, it was like a cold energy it would start in my feet and it would ramp up and um concentration would become very difficult breathing i could do um but it was like i wanted to be anywhere but inside my body at that time and uh, they did happen at work a few times. Hi, Angel. Um, uh, when they're when they're finished, I have to sleep. It just knocks me right out. Uh, that time it, when it happened at work, that was brutal because I had to take a subway train all the way around to the end of the line before I could Ooh. get off. And wow. uh, yeah, that's rough. Um, driving a train is fun though. Never gets old. Okay. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, not as much fun as driving a bus full of people because it's oh. the people that, uh, yeah, it was yeah, a transit company, now, right? That, yes. <laughs> yes. I was, I drove a mean bus mm-hmm. as many senior operators that tried to soak me discovered. I knew how to take care of myself and my passengers and they appreciated it. That, that is awesome. So what I want, actually, I'm curious to know this question actually before the one I just asked, what, what made you want to come on here and share with us today? Oh, what, What's what's speaking I, you the most? I like you guys. Um, we love you, man. Thank I, you. I consider this relationship um, growing friendships, and um, I like to go deep with friendships. I like to connect people, and uh, I used to go live all the time. Um, I was on. I was a YouTube co-host of a weekly show for five years, uh, beginning beginning in 2013, but it was a um, an unfiltered adult chat show where three guys around the same age got to know each other in front of an audience of their friends. I used to be plastered all over Google. My image was always there in search. I had no clue about why that was a good thing and how I could have profited from that. No, we were just there to have fun. It was our weekly therapy and we had a hardcore audience and we used that show to make friends of all the YouTubers we admired that were living and working in Japan. Mm, wow. And that was most of them. We got accepted into that JVlog community at that time. Um, it was great. And many of those people are still friends. Uh, then Facebook happened. <laughs> and and uh, Was Facebook good for you? Was Facebook, has Facebook been good for you? It is being good. Well, it's been everything. It's been all things good it's been the very best and it's been the very worst. Um, last year, I guess, I think somebody paid somebody a little bit to uh, have me removed from all Facebook property because mm. that's what happened. And uh, that, that was not good. How did you handle that? Um, I didn't for a while, uh, but uh, I did name my inner voice during that time because we were getting along well. Um, his name is Henry. He runs most of the show. I, I take care of the engagement with people I'm talking to. 
he runs all the bodily functions. You know, he's kind of the subconscious, Henry. but his name is Henry. Yes. He how has a Facebook, Henry, too. How did you get Henry as a name? I'm curious. I, I, I like Henry Mancini, um, ah. James Bond music. Yeah. Uh, I've, oh, I've always liked that, um, the early 60s stuff. And um, then well, I don't want to get back. 1962, I think, was the last time I was killed. But that's that's something else. That is in Las something. Vegas. Hey, we have a question for you. Hang on one sec. There you go. Robert, she says, Robert, thanks for sharing this. Does it have a connection to depression? Oh, well, depression is part of my life. Um, uh, I remember it. Uh, I think the first time I really remember that, recognizing it for what it is, um, as I look back, uh, was when I was five. And I was sent to my room because I was behaving like um, a little demon. And the reason why was... I wanted to be outside of my body because it it's 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 uh it's a horrible feeling you oh. want to be anywhere but in your body i was five wow and i was throwing food at the wall and screaming at the cat to get out and because he was a siamese cat and they're beautiful but they always bite me so yeah you can leave my room thank you and he was not my cat he was my father's and i like black cats they don't bite me. They just love on me. Um, I go off on tangents too. I think I'm still on the depression thing though. Depression is just a part of me. And I accept that. Um, most of the time, it's just a different perspective, mm -hmm. a wider perspective. And I use it to enhance. Um, I, I can meet people, a wider group of people at their level when I want to connect with them because of that. Because I can see things from all kinds of all kinds of angles um you're a smart dude I, I mean i mean you've been commenting on our shows for a long time absolutely. and i would say that your comments are very spot on i mean so intellectually i mean you got it going on and figuring out what it is that's going on with us what do you think is, is your biggest challenge right now and how can we help uh, you overcome that well i think um well the biggest challenge i had for a long time was what are you doing on facebook um, I knew in my heart what I'm doing, putting that into words, um, that just didn't happen. So well, I finally gave it, why, I gave it to the higher power well, on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but well, I got, I got a two words back on, on Sunday, engagement amplifier. That's a very accurate description of what I set out to do when I began the new friendship mission in 2018 to connect with those people that inspire me um, because I sensed in the audience that so many people were giving back, doing lives. Uh, those that would be among the people that could be helped were beginning just to take, th take them for granted and they weren't flowing the energy back as it needed to be. And, did you get, um, did you get engagement amplifier from, from source from? Yeah. From source. Nice. Yeah. Like Two that. words. I used to fire off paragraphs to anyone that asked, what do you do? And yeah. I'd, be, I'd write a book to them. And uh, that's, so, that's. So, so I like what you're, you're, you're saying a lot because I think, and I, I want those who are listening or those who follow up and listen to this again, to really think about this because what you're saying, everybody feels at some level, but it sounds like you feel it at a much more intense level. Oh, People aren't oh, yeah. comfortable in their bodies a lot of times. You know, like we all have a moment where we're sitting in our body going, where am I? And we, and we just want to explode. 
And it mm. sounds like you feel that to such an intense level that you just want to get out of that body. So how that's, that's how it has been. Yeah. And it does come to visit it. The storms come still. Sure. Uh, but they don't last too long. Maybe a few days at, at worst. Last year I was in hell for three days in August. Um, when I came back, uh, my writing had a better flow and it was more voluminous because I learned as I was riding the escalator out of hell because there was an escalator for me and Dove Baron was off to the side and he was telling me that no matter where you find yourself, there's always going to be information that's only available to you in that place. And, and I was like, he's right. I, I like Dove Baron, big fan of his. And, um, and then I was writing comments and I'm like, look at this comment. It's just flowing. It's just, it's got the funk. Um, I didn't see anyone in hell and I don't blame them because I was rather miserable. Um, I, I don't say anything, but I was, I was putting out that, uh, you better don't stand near him. He, he's giving off that, uh, sour vibe. And it's, it was, it was, uh, it was as though I had discovered all things. I knew everything that was going to be said, everything that was going to be discovered. And there was nothing new to do. It was all the same. And I knew exactly what was going to happen. And for me, that's hell. But actually well, you had certain, you had certainty in that moment, Robert. So mm. you knew what was going to happen. So you had certainty. Um, we got to wrap up the show. I, wanna, I told my wife I was going to be back downstairs to help support mm. her and everything she's got going on. So what would be your message to people to think about how through everything that you've been through and the insights that you've shared while you've been on here, what would you share with people to handle their stress right now? I mean, there's um, uncertainty, there's fear, there's all sorts of things going on. So everything that you've been through, what would be your biggest advice to people to handle stress through these times um, right now? It is possible to learn how to respond to circumstance instead of allowing yourself to react with just the raw emotions. And once you do that, your stress level will just almost vanish. It will be, it will be really freaky. When wife removal happened last year, there was no stress. I had been eating adversity for breakfast for so long. Those insults were just bouncing off me. And I'm like, I don't feel it even. It's they're like grade school girls, her mother and her insulting me. Um, and like, ooh, uh, but it was just a whole bizarre event. Um, I have, I was just in a daze and, and I even forgot to mourn when she left because I didn't want a divorce. Um, mm -hmm. But learning that everything I did, all the work I'd been doing with her was being undone by her mother as soon as I did it uh, after the fact was uh, not encouraging. Um, uh, there were some and other. How do, how do you handle that stress? What what tips um, do you have for people to handle stress? Um, well, I understand that any overnight success takes about ten years, mm. and my mission began in 2011. So patience. So time is coming. Is mm. coming. Um, any anything you do that advances you forward, anything at all, especially helping at least one person a day, even if mm. that's just sharing a smile, mm -hmm. that will help get you out of your own way, out of your head yes, and into a space where you can see and feel the joy that's surrounding us every day. It's still there. It's waiting oh, yes. for us mm -hmm. and just live in gratitude. Gratitude. I was going to say that very fucking word. Seriously. Simple like, genius. Are you breathing? Yes. Life is good. Shut up. End mm. of story. Yeah. Period. I just want to punch people in the throat. We're like, man, 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 man. Are you breathing on your mm. own? Shut mm -hmm. up. Did you go to in a place and pull a lever and got hot water out of the wall? 
Yes. Did you happen to go sit on a porcelain figurine and shit? Yes. Mm. Life is good. Hey, Robert, I want to thank you so much for being yeah. on the show and wanting to come on here and sharing everything and being such a great supporter. Um, I'm going to take the show. I'm going to talk with Scott for just a second. I'm going to take the show out. I got to go you, Robert. for my wife. Thanks for letting me pop in. But dude, thank you so much. You rock. Appreciate it. Love the background. I have a 69 charger. So yeah, um, cool. Ooh, we'll be having more conversations, but thank you so much for wanting to be on and, and for your tremendous support, man. Much You're love, most brother. welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, and we got uh, Teresa saying, sending you good mojo, Robert. I mean, that's what this show is about. I mean, that's what, I mean, Raw and Unscripted, I originally, originally created that for just being like, okay, it's raw, it's unscripted. Whatever the fuck happens, happens. It's a good time. I was on a show earlier. I was going to tell you this, Scott. I was interviewed by Coach Peggy. I don't know if you got a chance mm. to see it. I saw that when you guys were communicating in your thread, uh, I saw that. So good. It was, it was so much, it was so much fun um to be doing that you know it was just so much fun to being in the moment to being just who i am and that's one of the things when i think about you know stress and overwhelm for me like i was trying to think about like what's my major thing i want to get across in this show tonight because you know me i'm always thinking like okay what do i want do i want to change something in the guest do i want to change something in myself audience and i was like what do i really want people to understand and you know stress and overwhelm try to pick my words carefully is really about iron sharpens iron like stress and overwhelm can be something that's seen as prospectively negative but and you see me do this is it positive is pain oh. bad oh run don't do it short-term gratification oh uh uh excuse pain good go towards it makes you stronger you will learn you will become better you will get more shit just like, I mean, what's your perception on that? Oh, we're in total agreement. I mean, here's the thing. I'm never, I'm never going to denounce somebody or say somebody's doing something wrong for smoking a hit of pot or drinking wine or eating too much or sleeping two days in a row, because there's a point in time where we become exhausted in our efforts. And so no one's criticizing you for taking a step backwards. That's human nature. But when you take 10 step backwards and decide that you're no longer going to face truth, that's your choice. That's on you. And, and I wouldn't, I don't like to say mistake, but I, I, I would suggest there's a better option. And so to Curse's point, I really think it's super crucial for all of us to realize that the pain, the discomfort, the emotions, those things that are scary or, or hurt us, and they just don't feel right. I mean, it's so simple to see when you train for a marathon, when you lift weights, when you become a great football player, you have resistance training. I mean, the cool thing about life is we have all these microcosms of exactly what life is. We have the micro to the macro. We can look at sports. We can look at everything that we do takes pain to become good. So, of course, the major game is the same. Anytime we look at the macro, there's a reference point to the micro. So if I know for a fact right now that everything in life with effort, I can get exactly what the outcome is I want, but there's resistance, then why would this be any different? And so if you're feeling crazy pain, then that just means you stepped in today and said, I'm going to do the baddest ass workout ever. So you can do two things. You can walk away from the workout or you could finish it. Mm -hmm. And you have that choice. And, and, and listen, 
there's days where Chris and I are bitching and texting and going, I don't want to be in this workout. And you know what? Welcome to humanity. <laughs> and then there's days where we say, like today, for some reason, Brilliant. I showed up to this. I showed up to this workout. I'm like, I'm bringing this workout. Oh, I love but, it. That's when I get mad. I, when I love it yeah. when I get mad and I get mm -hmm. just like, like just bring just it. Get Let's in it. it. Let's just tear it up. Like because we get so pussyfooted around about approaching totally. something. Sometimes it's like, you know what? Sometimes you just have to bring just like, oh, okay, let's just knock this shit out. You know, we, we yeah. sometimes we just, we get complacent and we tolerate and we do all that fancy shit totally. and I'm guilty of it. I mean, I'm totally, totally guilty of it. Um, so I'm going to get downstairs and enjoy some time with Barb and, uh, Same. Say enjoy some time with Barb, but <laughs> you're going to go spend some time. You're going to go invest practice. some time in your relationship with the Barb. How's that? Thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you for thank you for jumping on. And uh, of course, if you guys don't know it, we have a show Friday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Let's go check it out. Friday and Scott, we got some exciting shit coming up. So tune yeah. in this evening or tune in this Friday. Sorry, this yeah. Friday. And uh, we're announcing big things. Yes, yes. We're going to be talking about how we can take lemonade and turn it into lemon pie or something, something like that. Dishwashing liquid. Yeah. We're gonna turn. No, we're gonna take lemons. Something. They're gonna shoot us Scott's nose. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever you want lemons to become, <laughs> we're gonna show you how to make that happen on Friday. If you have some lemons, bring them and be ready. We're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Bring them. We're gonna be ready. Be ready, All right, brother. I love you. I'm gonna. Put you, I'm gonna <laughs> put you backstage and figure out what the hell I'm gonna say about this whole entire show. You rock. We'll talk, brother. I'm gonna run off. I'm gonna go back with the family. So we'll catch up. Love you. All right. Love you too, man. Peace. All right, so here you are again, another episode of Raw and Unscripted. And I just realized that one day this is probably going to be a podcast, and you guys aren't going to be watching this live, and it's going to sound really fucking crazy. But just hang in there because you know everything is meant to happen for a reason. Everything in 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 our part of our journey is really meant to happen for us. And if there is something that I've really learned about life, is when you have that perspective, and you guys hear me talk about this fucking so many times, perspective. And I'm learning this so brilliantly. It's like, just click. I used to want the massive shift. Like, give me the big shift. Like, click, just shift. When you realize that everything is happening for you, for us, again, it's November 3rd, 2020, at the time of this taping, whether my son sees this tomorrow or 30 years from now, it's a very pivotal time for our, our, our entire world. And it's very pivotal for how we respond to everything that's going on, how we take in what we choose to tolerate as stress, right? We talked about tolerations. What is it that you're tolerating? Really think about it. Don't even think about it. Put it on paper as your no excuses coach. This is something I do with my, my clients. Like it's not about, Oh, I know what it is. It's like, put it on paper. Cause once you put it on paper, you go, Holy shit. I am tolerating 30 things in my life that do nothing to move me towards the things that I want most. I didn't freeze. Just think about that. I'm tolerating, tolerating. That's taking energy. That's taking focus and attention. I am tolerating 30 things that are not moving me towards the things that I'm going to be happy about when I'm at the end of my road, that I'm going to look back on my life. Oh, good. I'm so glad I tolerated all that bullshit. I'm so glad I tolerated all those people's negative inputs because I was feeling scared. I'm 
sorry I tolerated all that stuff and I didn't take the chances I wanted to take. Everything I do, guys, is about this very short point. I do not want any of us to have regrets. Regrets suck. Go read the book, The Five Regrets of the Dying. Listen to it. I couldn't even get through the whole entire book and that has never happened to me because it is hard to listen to these people's final stories telling a hospice nurse of what they wish their life would have been like. It broke my heart. Broke my heart. That's why I'm always no regrets. Scares the shit out of me. I heard somebody talking not too long ago. They're like, you know what? I think about hell being this, that I get to meet the person I could have been had I believed and trusted and went through the things that I wanted to be in this life. Can you imagine meeting the person you should have been? Oh, that person was skinny. Oh, that person was smart. Oh, that person achieved law school. All that. Can you imagine meeting yourself and realizing all the things you didn't do? But again, you have the opportunity right now to make those choices. We all do. I'm doing it. Is it scary? Yes. Is it uncertain? Yes. Do I know what tomorrow brings? No. Is it exciting? Yes. Is it life? Yes. Live your life. Fly your freak flag. Be who you need to be, who you want to be. And I promise you, look at me. People who are supposed to be in your tribe, people who are supposed to love and support you will be there with you, not for you. They will be there with you because they get you. They know you. Why? Because you're being you. How can you imagine somebody's going to love you if you're not being you? Oh my God, I'm so upset. My boyfriend doesn't love me. I'm like, are you being fake or are you being real? Oh, are you farting in front of them? No, shut up. All right? Do you tell them about this? Do you tell them? No. Okay, so you're not being real, but you're upset because somebody isn't loving you for not being who you are. Fucking stupid, right? Stupid. I'm not even afraid to say it. Stupid right? Just be you. I used to have two Facebook profiles because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings if I swore or not. I would literally update both. And guess what? I watched them both rise at the same time with the same amount of people who dug me. And finally, I just said, this is who I'm going to be. If you like me, great. If you don't, sorry. And as a matter of fact, because this is all about cursing, swearing for you older people, um, I just had somebody the other day say, Chris, I really love what your content is about, but I can't handle the cursing. And I publicly said, Hey, I totally understand. I appreciate you. Thank you. And they're like, I really love what you're doing. And I said, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Then I sent them a private message because I didn't want them to feel bad. And I also wanted to appreciate the fact that they stood up for what they believe in. I said, thank you so much. I said, I don't curse and I don't swear out of Laziness, I don't curse or swear because I'm stupid. I mean, I'm very smart, but I but I use the words, I don't want to say curse or swear. I use the words that make the most impact for what it is that I'm trying to share with people. I'm using the words that make the most impact to share to share with people. If I say, hey, it's it's flipping painful, you're like, ooh, that sounds painful. If I say it's fucking painful, then you're like, oh my God, it's painful. Oh my God, I shouldn't do that, right? has a different uh, uh, result in what it is that we're doing. So just be you. If you support something, support it with all your heart. If you believe in something, believe in it with all your heart. 
But first and foremost, number one, like I said at the top of the show, take care of yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, then how can you expect what it is that you're giving to the people that you love the most? How can you expect that to be your best? What is your best? You have to take care of yourself. I know when I take care of myself and I'm at my best, what I give out to everybody else is amazing. When I barely take care of myself, what I put out is marginal. Now, do the people in your life that you love the most that are going to be there for you, do they deserve marginal? Do you deserve marginal? What is it? What is it that you're tolerating from yourself and from everybody else? What is it that you're focusing on that doesn't give you joy? What is it that you're focusing on that you have zero control over? That is stress. Ladies and gentlemen, is focusing on shit you have zero control over and expecting it to change. I love you guys. I got to go downstairs. I love you. Really, thank you guys for everybody for being here. Robert for being here. Angel for being here. Scott for showing up. Emily for being here. Uh, All you guys, Serena for being here. Um, Paul for being here. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are all rock stars. I really love you. And I, 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 I seriously could have done a replay tonight, but you know, being who I am, I was like, I'm going to bring a show, whatever it is, however I feel raw and unscripted. I love you guys. And we're all in this together. So if I could come out here and be raw and real with you guys, I want you to be raw and real with yourself. All right. So, uh, anyways, I love you guys. Be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. Stay kick-ass, stay unstoppable. I love you guys. Peace.